Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the beer show. Music with my dad. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the beer show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. That's right. Thursday night means it's beer show night here on Score North on 1500. And, of course, online. You can find us at scorenorth.com. Also available on the all-brand-new Score North mobile app for both your Apple and Android devices live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, as he is almost every single Thursday night, is Mike Fredoloni with Fredoloni's Ace Harvard Garden Store. How you doing, Reavers? Stops. Here in the Twin Cities, they are located in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, and of course in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. Tom is here this evening, represented Elevated. How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Chris. How you doing? I'm well. I'm very well. And unlike Mike, I'm not going to insult the guest as we <laughs> start the show three minutes in. I was only about 30 seconds in. Yeah, that's true. Wow. I, I was patient. So before we do get to the featured guest, uh, I do want to talk once again about a really cool feature that you guys provide and what makes you guys in separates you, in my opinion, for being the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. And that's the all-new Elevated app that you can download on your device. Oh, my gosh. So, Score North has an app. Elevated has an app. We're, you know, we're really Everybody big, has an we're, app. We're a big deal. Yeah. Oh, no, not everybody's got an yeah, app. Yeah, I don't have an app. You have an app? No, no I'm appless. He's barely active on Twitter, for crying out loud. More than barely active. <laughs> you know what? We're talking strong. about your app, but I even want to know one thing, too. So, we all talked about Halloween earlier. Did you see a trend of people coming in to buy, like... You know, a lot of beer to give out for Halloween. Because that seems like kind of a new trend. <clears throat> parents walking around with their kids and adult parents saying, hey, uh, a little trick-or-treat for you too, right? You know, we always sell a lot of beer on Halloween. I don't ask them what they're going to do with okay. it. Okay. I'm just Are like, you giving this away? What's your address? <laughs> <to> kids. <laughs> what block are I'm you Reavers, on? did you have that on your block? Did you have we guys did. giving we, away beer? Actually, it was, it was kind of fun. Uh, my, my guy up the street, he was giving you an option as an adult. Okay. Um, he had not only some delicious uh, craft beer or domestic beer, whatever your flavor was, but he also had a giant bottle of Fireball that he was handing. Oh. Out oh, with, little, with little shot cups and stuff. That's kind of fun. And he said, "Hey, what, what's your flavor?" I said, "Both, both." <laughs> we should put together that, and we'll mark it down for next year. A little little trick or treater pack, dad pack, mm-hmm. dad pack, the yes. dad pack. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I think that's, that's a, a good idea. I still love Joe Sushray's favorite famous story about one of his kids going and coming back with a full size candy bar with a ten inch spike through mm-hmm. it from one of his buddies down the road. And I he think said, uh, "Maybe you want to get that looked at." Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we were talking about the app, the app yeah, yeah. that we use. So uh, Apple, Android, and also browser, desktop, tablet. I went through the development process. Mm-hmm. It is not interesting, so I'm not going to talk <laughs> about it any further than that. But the cool thing it's is now is if you go on our website and you're shopping for beer, my face pops up. No. Yes. It says. Sales are down. How can I help <laughs> you? <laughs> Is it like a Does character it say that? review? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, I'm gonna check it, right uh, check now. it out. Pull okay. it up. Yeah. But it's really cool. So if you, you know, we we always have, have you said you can ask me questions on the website. Well, I don't want to do that because I see you every other week. Yeah. But what I would do and urge everyone to do: 
download the app because it makes it so convenient whether you're a business looking to host you know a happy hour maybe at your place of business or let's say you're in the the, the, the Twin Cities metro area it's getting late in the day on a Saturday or Sunday you've probably already had a couple have elevated deliver that beer right to your door and you don't have to worry about any of it yeah we've seen a lot of that actually with like the business happy hour you know you put together an order on Friday afternoon whatever and and put it in you know you can put that in uh as little as 30, 45, maybe 60 minutes. 30 to 60 minutes is typically what I say, and it shows up on your on your office step, and uh, you're ready to kick back with the crew. We've seen a lot of that with families. You know, if you don't want to bring the kids into the car, get them in their car seat, get them out of the car seat, go cool. to the store, just sit back. Yeah, if you've had a couple, you want to keep the party going, you know, is that, that a thing? Keep mm-hmm. the party going. Yep. That's a punchline from something. And uh, you just order it up and, and you don't have to leave you and uh, your friends and have fun. I just sent him some messages now because oh you can chat with him. Are you, maybe does it go yeah, directly no, to your phone? Yeah, it's going to come So he phone. has like a glamour shot. His little picture there is like his glamour <laughs> shot. Like all, either it's his college graduation photo. I don't know. You look very oh clean in that photo. Oh my gosh. Is right? it a good shot? Uh, it's, no, it's a good shot, don't you I think? Had, I had Reavers. just a look basic... Look at that headshot there that oh he has on boy. there. That's from at least 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those angle shots where, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, kind of, social media. You should have a pipe in your hand. Makes like, me look yeah. 10 pounds skinnier. So Love what it. if I was downloading the Elevated app by searching Elevated Beer on my smartphone and yes. I wanted to order maybe, I don't know, the beer of the month. Could I do that, Tom? You could. I was just actually checking that while I was helping a customer, uh, a very uh, (laughs) forward customer. And uh, yeah, exactly. Deschutes. We have our friend Mike Gibson here from Deschutes. Because we're doing uh, Beer of the Month with them, people know Deschutes. It's a great brand, great beer. Uh, but you haven't seen Deschutes for six ninety nine, seven ninety nine for the Mainline and the Bond Street series. Well, I assume you can't get those if you use the elevated app. Right. right you'd think so. I mean, if you go online, you got to pay a little extra. Yeah. Right. right? Not true with the elevated Seriously? app. Seriously? You get our in-store prices. You get these crazy beer of the month deals right on the app. That's cool. Delivered to your home. Uh, so, yeah, it's not like we save these these great, crazy deals just for the store mm-hmm. to get you to come in. We, we, we're we we're, allow that we're naive well, that's, enough that's to put impressive. it right online yeah. for people uh, to grab. But, yeah, uh, we've uh, known Mike for quite a while. Uh, Gibby, I don't know if you want to be uh, Gibby on the, on the radio, but uh, we call him that and and uh <laughs> now he's uh doing a great job representing Deschutes in the area. Mike, welcome back to the beer show. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, you've been with Deschutes for how long now? I just started. January, you did. January. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, Very so cool. Pretty pretty fresh. I but- I will say this. Uh I've been a fan of Fresh Squeeze for however long I've been introduced to it. Third courtesy of <laughs> Elevated. I'm not kidding. It's kind of one of my go-to IPAs. What is the one thing you've been asked more than anything else uh, when you've been approached with people that know that you work for Deschutes? Well, it never fails. Whether I'm doing an in-store tasting or a festival, both my boss and I, we get asked, are you guys from Morgan? <laughs> where Where are you from? Sure. And, sure. You He's know, got, you do have the beard and the flannel. I yeah, the, you yeah, do no, look I mean, it's very... the classic beer guy starter pack. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The flat, beer guy starter flat pack. brim hat. <laughs> You know, beard, flannel shirt. Are you a brewer? Is it that kind <laughs> no, of thing? No, yeah. He doesn't have a lot. Oh, a you do have a little bit of tattoo, hand tattoos, but. Uh, yeah, I got a little ink, okay. and there's more up But it's not, it's not it. like a full sleeve. Of, you're no. not that cliche. Not, not, nice. not yet. A little bit of a beer belly. Nicely yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, you got well a done. sample. 
That's right. Products. You're not going mean, to get it. You're not going to get it from not trying it. Right. I mean, yeah. there's two things that I've always kind of stood by. You never trust a skinny chef, and you never trust a skinny beer guy. Oh, smart. <laughs> I'm going to make a note you of better that right now. That down, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's cool. So it's one of the things that I, I like about you guys in particular with the shoots is uh, I'm forgetting the name of it, but the hazy beer that you guys introduced to this market a, a short while ago. Maybe. Fresh haze. Yeah. Yep. Which I also because I'm I'm one of those people. I'm a fan of the of the hazy beers. But one thing I've always noticed about you guys in particular is the consistent dedication to quality, which is something I've personally always admired about you guys at Deschutes. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing for us. And that's, I mean, believe it or not, that's kind of one of the biggest selling points that we have to produce the amount of beer that we do and to be able to do it consistently um, batch to batch. Um, I know that can be difficult for some for some brewers to do or some breweries to do, but um I mean, I, you you're gonna have a hard time finding a bad beer from us. I know Oregon's kind of known for its craft beer, you know, much like it is here in the Twin Cities. But where does this market rank for Deschutes for you guys in terms of not necessarily maybe sales volume, but and you can answer that if you want. But just how does this market rank for Deschutes? Uh, to to say the least, it's it's a very important one. Um, next to the Pacific Northwest and in the, in the California market, we're we're the fourth largest market for Deschutes. Oh in Minnesota, wow! So. Wow. Because you got how many markets are you guys in? Uh, total right as of now, thirty-one states. Holy cow! And we're number four. Yep, that's incredible. Yeah, I did not realize that. That John. is amazing. Feeling we sell a Feeling lot good. of beer. So I should tell you, when Fresh Squeeze kind of came out, it was like just the beginning of this storm. And and when we we got a couple cases in, we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, you know, Try it out, we'll yeah. do some more. Deschutes got this new IPA, and it just we just it exploded through it, whipped through it, oh, whipped through it. I, through it, I through can't it. The, the, the stack got higher and higher and higher, and and it was like, holy crap yeah. something's going on here and it really kind of kicked off a new age of of ipas mm-hmm. um you know locally and and nationally and it's been you know a a temple for for the nation in ipas ever since then and they've come out with a handful of others and they continue to make a lot of people's favorite beers and other styles as well um a big one every year uh, is the winter ale, the seasonal uh, that just dropped, uh, Jubal Ale, uh, winter warmer style, um, really nice. You know, we don't want to admit that winter is coming, but it's well, inevitable. It, it snowed the other day, so yeah. I don't think it's hard to bypass yeah. that. Let me ask you a real quick question, Tom. So when Deschutes sends you fresh squeeze, it comes in a can, but then do you get their bottles? Is that... Yeah. So is it we harder with to bottles. is it harder to merchandise in your stores when no. a brand has no it doesn't you don't care if it's cans or bottles? Mm, no, I you know bottles actually probably merchandise slightly better. Yeah, that's I mean a, that's the, kind of the, the big thing for us the we're trying to transition uh into cans as best we can mm-hmm. just because it's a it's a cost effective package. Sure, way it's, way cheaper to ship. We can make more of it at at one time and yes it is lighter weight so mm-hmm. we save more money on freight and therefore we can have a lower price to consumers just so. call it environmentally friendly yeah right you can put more in a truck <laughs> i like to think of it it doesn't take up as much room in my recycling bin yes yeah. or in a refrigerator it's yes, all about me and then when you like pass out and drop one it doesn't shatter <laughs> yeah. so i want to i want to ask you about the the winter beer that tom was just talking about but back to fresh squeeze for just a hot minute so in terms of production what what percentage of the beer that you guys produce at the shoots now is fresh squeezed it's a lot so 
I can't remember the exact year that it became our number one beer, but so when I was in orientation, we were fortunate enough to have some time with our production team. Cool. And they showed us our production schedules for each and every skew that we make. And so we brew seven batches a week of fresh squeezed, but they're hundred barrel batches Mm -hmm. and a barrel is 32 gallons. Wow. So that's just enough for us to maintain everyday normal life. Demand. Inventory. Okay. So that doesn't, include you know the busy seasons like during the summer months where you know obviously people are drinking more beer but um yeah that's by far and away our our most produced and consumed you talked about the orientation when you started with this company then obviously you must have become the ultimate of salesmen because they actually sent a trainee with you to learn how to do not only (laughs) beer sales but radio rachel why don't you step up and tell us where you're from and what you're gonna do with the shoots because this is kind of cool get really close to that microphone hey my name is rachel so i'll be the market manager for uh, philadelphia and pennsylvania um so i'll be managing a bunch of different wholesalers as well as managing accounts and just to be for clear uh, for clarification yes. purposes um when i was asking about names and, and titles and things of that nature rachel gave me the last name of not talking not so talking way to violate that michael That's, i know but uh, you know look at this deschutes is such a good company that they said hey let's get somebody new on we have this person in philly they, they sell the shoots in philly stay up to the microphone right they already <laughs> sell the shoots in philly yes yes and then they said mike why don't you take her around and show her the ropes what are you going to show her you're taking her to elevated and showing them how to buy big well, I think they recognize the beer show. The beer show as, as a, a spot to be as a premium exposure element, and and you can you can download the the podcast in Philadelphia, no problem. Or worldwide is what I you're mean, saying. Yeah, yeah, it's it's online. Scorenorth.com. Pretty, pretty impressive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, when you um, walk into a bar, I always laugh at salesmen. No offense, I laugh at salesmen that sell incredible beer because you're not selling it. Everyone's going to have fresh squeezed, right? How hard is it to get a second or third or fourth or fifth tap handle in a on sale? All right, that's insult number five that he's already. <laughs> it's sent not an insult; it's a joke. <laughs> See, and I and I was, I mean, after that first jibe that I got, yes. I was going <laughs> to offer to run you a case of beer tomorrow, but yeah, I don't know. no, that's okay. Yeah. You're, you're you dropping, can actually bring it here, and I'll make sure it gets. I'm just going to order it on <laughs> Elevated uh, app. But there you go. Elevated. Uh, but no, but tell me, like, what, what's it like to go into a bar and say, "Hey, I need more tap handles. I already have some tap handles here because you're making something great." What's uh, tell me about that sales experience? Uh, it, I mean, it's challenging for sure. I mean, especially with, uh, the hyper local scene that's here. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good local breweries that are making good beer. And, uh, one of the biggest challenges that we have, uh, with some of the smaller local breweries is that they have the ability to be more nimble and they can be more innovative more quickly, I Mm -hmm. guess, than, than somebody, uh, that works for a brewery that's, that's the size that, that I work for. So, I guess you know the biggest challenge um, uh, is is obviously like you said trying to gain those additional lines. But I mean, thankfully we have good products that that complement fresh squeeze. We sell a lot of fresh squeeze in Minnesota. Obviously, um, we average more volume per points of distribution with fresh squeeze than we do anywhere else in the country. So that's obviously a big selling point for us. Yeah. To, Your number to, one tap handle is right. fresh squeeze. You better try something else. Exactly. From us. Yeah. So we, we, you know, obviously we try to leverage that as, as best we can, mm. but thankfully and that's one of the reasons why I decided, I mean, I had opportunities to work elsewhere mm-hmm. uh, for different breweries, but at the end of the day to be able to sell a quality product day in and day out, it's you know something you can get behind. So I mean to have a to have a good product to go to market with, and and not have to um, 
kind of weasel your way around mm-hmm. any deficiencies in your product. I mean, it makes a huge difference. Well, and so. brand recognition alone, and as we were mentioning earlier, the commitment to quality, it, 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 those are important, especially as hyper-competitive as the marketplace has become. Absolutely. Especially here in the Twin Cities. Yep. You know, um, so let's talk, let's touch base here on, what was the winter, uh, the, the winter? Jubal. I, Jubal. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, tell me about right. it. I'm unfamiliar. So, I mean, to <laughs> to boil it down simplistically, you're familiar with the brown ale style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's basically an homage. Well, it's it, in, in the same lane as that. Just a little bit more robust than your traditional American or English brown ale. So yeah, a little more alcohol. Yeah, a little bit higher alcohol, uh, more roasted malt flavors. Um, it still has plenty of malty sweetness in the backbone. So it's just a good hearty beer for... A campfire. It's like I can almost taste it. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm just getting peppered with online questions. Are you great? Everyone's going on the website and laughing at my picture. It's crazy. (laughs) That's good marketing. You know what? That's not bad. It's like live tweeting the beer show. All right. Now I'm going to ask you a really dumb question. Are you ready? So doing the show for seven plus years that we've done it now, I've got kind of gotten a little bit of knowledge on certain different flavors. You know, I've become a big fan of Oktoberfest style and I'm obviously a big fan of Deschutes Fresh Squeeze. Mm-hmm. Winter ales are one thing I'm really dumb and, and don't know what I should be looking for or what separates winter ales, if that's fair, if that's a fair question. Yeah, it is. What absolutely. am I looking for? Well, I mean, it depends on, I mean, there there are quite a few breweries that make non-spiced winter ales like ours. Uh, Summit makes a really good winter ale, not to try to plug a different brewery no, on, go ahead. on, on sure. the show, but they're, they make a really good winter ale. Um, and then I mean, outside of ownership, we love Summit. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I'm only saying that because Mark's probably listening to us right now. Anyway, continue. But then there's, there's other uh, breweries that make, uh, you know, a winter warmer or a winter ale that's spiced with, you know, cinnamon and nutmeg and, and stuff like that. Ginger, so, yeah. stuff like that. So traditional holiday spices that you would normally see. So is there a time when someone comes to Elevated, either you know the Minneapolis or the Wiper Lake store, do we have this gigantic group of people that are looking for the winter ales? Or, or is that not nearly as... Not not to diminish the demand for that style of beer. I'm just I'm just curious if there's those. Oh, I can't wait for you know Oktoberfest to come around or the summer yeah, ales or know, whatever. You know, I think that the winter ones kind of are a little bit divergent, just because some people are looking for those winter ales, some are looking for stouts, imperial stouts, or you know, and the bourbon barrel age ones are sure. are, are ones that people are maybe lining up for uh, so the, it just gets spread out a little bit more to these different things but definitely and I always talk about it on the show is just seasonality so huge with beer it just you know these beers taste better in this weather you know the the temperature goes down a little bit and you yeah. want a little bit more malts yeah. in the beer it's just uh, you know I'm not a scientist but that's that's how so I does feel. that window for that style of beer is, is it relatively the similar to an Oktoberfest I mean are you talking about a short window or is it a little bit longer just given that we're here and it's going to be snowing until May basically <laughs> yeah I mean we uh, well going into 2020 we just kind of finalized what our what our lineup is going to look like uh, traditionally, Jubilee would start about this time of year mm-hmm. and go into you know the middle of January, the end of January, and then we would release our our spring seasonal. But since we have a lot of innovation coming up next year, we've shortened that Jubilee uh, selling window to basically the end of the year, mm-hmm. and then we'll uh-huh. be re- we'll release our spring seasonal in January. And your spring will it go back to a sour? I see you have a sour. The is it Marion Berry and Lavender Sour? That was one that we came out with later this summer. How'd that do? The packaging's well, unbelievable. It, yeah. No, the beer's great. I mean, it's uh, made with Marion Berries, which is a 
a native berry to the Pacific Northwest, and then obviously lavender. So you get a lot of uh, lavender on the nose uh, right away, but it's really bright and tart uh, berry finish. Makes it really refreshing. It's low alcohol, too. So so it falls in the sour category? Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Oh, cool. Yep. So maybe like segue into the Bond Street series and talk about kind of how that fits in with your seasonals as far as, you know, we're talking about the beer of the month, six ninety nine for Mainline, seven ninety nine for Bond Street. Tell Tell the listeners kind of what what that difference is. Um, basically, the Bond Street series or the Bond Street beers are beers that basically cost us more money. To make. <laughs> fair. That's fair. I wasn't trying to make you say that. No, no. It's, I mean, it, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I mean, you guys have very educated consumers, yeah. so you can't uh, you can't dress it up. Well, one Bond way Street is is where the main tap room or the yep, that was the, the where original? the original tap room yeah. or brew pub is located so that's kind of why we there. designated that as such but i mean they they tend to be you know bigger beers higher alcohol beers um you know and obviously we use you know more of those more expensive ingredients and that for sure uh to shoot, sorry to mean to cut you no, off you got good. nervous because i gave the hand signal to mike but that's <laughs> i shouldn't have done that i did i threw you off your track uh, deschutes brewing company is the guest here in the beer show courtesy of our friends from elevated beer wine and spirits two tastings this weekend per usual this friday from 5 to 7 p.m that's at the south minneapolis location hiawatha and 42nd and this saturday from 3 to 5 p.m that will take place at the white lake store which is highway 61 and 4th street in downtown white bear lake you can find more information on the website which is elevated bws.com and also on social media at elevated bws and at elevated wbl tom you got it beer of the month this month uh and i i have to say too because you were talking about kind of the skews the rotations and it's such a complicated game and one that i'm so glad i don't have to be a part of because i would be terrified not knowing what i'm doing but how many different beers are you guys rolling out annually at deschutes do you think if you have to you know off the top of your head well starting next year it's going to get a little bit even um, crazier. Yeah, so really? our, I mean, uh, January will be... Are you ready, Rachel? I'm ready. <laughs> January is going to be our Red Chair, which is our mainline seasonal. Okay. And then we're going to release Wowza, which is a hazy 4%, 4 grams of carbs. Ah, uh, make a note oh. of that, please. Ah, there you go. 100 calorie, that, 100 calorie paleo. You're so kidding. Mike's always looking that's for a, the, is that the seasonal you said, or is no, that... No, that's going to be your own starting January 1. Mike, January, and, and Wowza. What's it called? Wowza. Called Wowza, yep. You're speaking. Oh, my language, I, I see brother. that you have your tap handle. I'm looking at your lineup right now. You don't even have the can design done. It looks no. Like. So this is this. Yeah, we just were basically he finalizing development. So it's no, right, right, right here. It's on their website. I'm wondering <laughs> yeah. when. Okay, Reavers. Um, what this is kind what Mike gives coke, you the unsolicited advice. What so kind ready. of Coke derivative is the number one selling Coke in the world? Diet Coke, right? Sure. Can't anyone and no, everyone knows that it's not a diet product. It's just low calorie Coke. Can't anybody say? Can it be diet wowza? That okay. make you feel kind of good. <laughs> it says locale. It says wowza locale as part of their thing. Yeah. Why can't it be diet wowza? That would be actually kind of fun. Diet make a IPA. diet beer. Diet this is, basically uh, is. This yeah. is why he owns a series of hardware stores right, right. and not, not a brewery. brewery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, everyone's just too chicken. Well, so, and, wow. We're not, not, not going to actually dignify that with a response. Are we? <laughs> a serious response. Well, but, but but I will tell. Uh, Mike has always been the one that said, you know, the low calorie, not low calorie, but the low ABV beers. Yeah. Are what's going to rise in popularity, and he was right. He he's been saying this for over a year. Yeah, now. that that lifestyle category, that better for you category, is definitely a trend. Um, and we have we have a 
we call it teensy weensy. It's a two and a half percent pale ale. <laughs> wow, uh, told you're you. kidding. Who said that? You, so, I mean, it, you know how how it used to be in the in the beer category. You know, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, where it was a race to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred IBUs, ten yeah. percent alcohol. Let's barrel age this. Let's barrel age. Now it's a race to the bottom. All right. So without giving away company secrets, you don't have to. But is this to combat the? And I'm not going to say the word, but the spiked seltzer crowd. That's that's kind of what I figured because I've personally I found myself where I just get a little bit of IPA burnout because you know when I'm at home watching football, it, it's it's going to be a session. I'm going to have yeah, a couple, a couple, yeah. three, four. You know, but but that's so that's to combat that to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean that that younger demographic, which makes sense by the way. Yeah, yeah definitely sorry. is. They're they're consuming less. They're they're drinking lower alcohol products, which is that's completely all right. So it's up it's up to us to be innovative and. And come up with new ideas. But and, with something like this, the Wowza, you said it's a hazy ape, so you're not really sacrificing taste. You're just sacri- nope. you're not you're not sacrificing anything to a certain no, extent. No, and I was pretty. I was in Portland uh, for training uh, in September, and fortunate enough to be able to try the liquid. Um, and it's it's good. I mean, it doesn't taste like a four percent hundred calorie beer, which so. is huge. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Really, so that's coming out. You're saying January. January. This January, is yeah. going to be this. You want a prediction? He's usually the prediction guy. Mm-hmm. This will be on pace with Fresh Squeeze, in my opinion. Once yeah. once it gets hold of this market, and you guys already have a really strong presence in this market, mm-hmm. I think it's going to rival Fresh Squeezed. Yeah. One of the things, uh, just to kind of scoot ahead, coming down the latter half of next year, Fresh Squeeze is going to get a big brother. So we're going to do a double IPA. What are you IPA. doing to me here? What are you doing so, to me here? <laughs> we're going to call it Biggie Fresh. Oh. No! That is fantastic! Yeah. So it's going to be an Imperial IPA version of Fresh oh, Squeeze. Wow. Okay, so now what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to 12-pack of that, combat <laughs> it with a 12-pack of Wowza, and then I'll be just straight even like I would have before. Yep. Yeah, you I mix like in that. a few waters. You mix, <laughs> you mix them together and you get a Fresh Squeeze. But that's brilliant. It's, it, it really is because, you know... I'm just looking at my own personal buying habits. That's something that I would absolutely try and be completely on board with. So I can expect both of those in January, you said? Nope. Uh, Biggie Fresh Fresh is going to be the latter half of next year. Oh, gotcha. We're we're targeting August, September. Oh, Um, fall for fall beer style. Gotcha. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. They're not taking any time off at the shoots. No, no kidding. The the little squeezy, the fresh haze, kind of, those have been uh, in the last year or two. So, yeah, fresh haze is just a tad over a year old. Little squeezy is about six months old. (laughs) Little squeezy. Little squeezy. That's what I call my stuff there. Completely enamored with this teensy micro hazy. Is that what they're calling it, right? I mean, Reavers, that is a. Does anybody else, do you know of, and do you carry any other beer at 2.5% alcohol? We, we do some NA stuff. And yeah, well, that's a girl not NA, want. but I, I'm, I still want, I want to feel like I had a beer you want a, after a, a few of them. I just don't want to feel annihilated after one. Right? So, I mean, I, is this, <clears throat> do you have anything that's sitting on your shelf at 2.5%? Not two. I mean... I remember saying a, a while back that I wanted someone to make a 2.3% instead of a 3.2. I wanted to make someone have a, a 2.3. This is a 2.5. This is exact, but it's still 30 IBU, so it still has some haze to it and some and some, There's some hop local, flavor. Or some uh, some styles that have you know call just traditionally for a lower alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, typically like Berliner Weiss and stuff like that can be lower in sure. that realm, but that's a very specific and not necessarily mainstream six pack. Sure. 12-pack type beer. So 2.5%, What I missed it. What style of beer are we talking with this? Uh, it's a hazy pale. Ha- yeah. Hazy pale. Okay. Hazy pale. So you still have 30 cool. IBUs, so you still get some flavor, but you can ha- you could go someplace, right. have four of them, 
and you know within a reasonable amount of time and still be productive and right. not not lay down all right so people are hearing this <laughs> they want to find out more information mike about you guys at deschutes fresh deschutes brewing company where can they find that information uh probably the, our best we best resource would be our website deschutesbrewery.com and you guys are, have a pretty good presence on social media too yes we do uh we're on all the social media channels and um we're, we just kind of dabbled with some YouTube commercials cool. uh, a couple months ago in this market specifically. So uh, if you're in that 25 to 35 age range, you probably saw a few. Very cool. Fresh I commercials. saw them all. And uh, two tastings this weekend per usual. You can see Mike at the uh, South Minneapolis tasting. That's tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. Or this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. You can head on up to the White Bear Lake store. And Tom, you get to try to shoots for free. I'm looking at our inventory and we have like six, seven, seven, eight different six packs. All of them, either six ninety nine or seven ninety nine from Deschutes. It's crazy. You can come in. There's enough variety. There's enough different IPAs. There's a du- uh, well, maybe not quite enough different IPAs for Mike, but for most everybody else, there's a an IPA that you can find that you're gonna like, and it's always free and it's 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 a lot of fun. So stop into one of those, or if you don't want to do that, just. Uh, Jump on your phone and go to elevated.shop and and order it up there. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you. Talk to you again next week. Thanks for thanks for coming in, Mike. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me. Rachel, good luck. Rachel's <laughs> last name is not talking. You know, Mike put her on the air. We're gonna step aside for a brief moment. We'll be right back. Do not touch that radio dial. You're listening to the beer show live on Score North. And of course, you can find us online at scorenorth.com. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the all-new Score North mobile app, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers with Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. And Mike, before we get to our special guest here on the phone line, i got to uh, read you a quick email. Uh, this is from Mike. He said, Reavers, I heard you talking about uh, some new partner that you have on the Beer Show about labeling, and I, I keep forgetting to ask you, please tell me who it is. It's Dasco. So we had them on the show, what would you say, about three weeks yeah. ago, three, four yeah. weeks ago? So uh, they're a local company. Uh, they've been around for 60-plus years. They have a ton of experience. So they have this crew of people who are craft beer fans that just wanted to be able to kind of customize craft beer labels because Mike was looking for something for his wedding. Sure. So I thought, perfect. So I put him in touch with Dasco yeah. because they can do the cool champagne bottles with, I forget to ask what his fiance's name was, you know, Mike and Sarah or whatever it is. I was going to say Sarah. No, you were I was. You so were not. Boy, we are so much alike. Uh, but you can learn more about how they can help you uh, from their creative development to labeling. You can find them online at Dasco.com. They are a local family-owned and operated company right here in the Twin Cities. And if you're a brewery, they can help you grow. Check them out online it's dasco.com d-a-s-c-o they have local labeling solutions for all things beverage and they are phenomenal people to work with or any labeling yes absolutely they they label everything and just tell them the beer show sent you Mm -hmm. most notably all right let's head to the phone lines uh we are going to welcome in kim thiel uh she is also known as the minnesota beer woman on instagram and the organizer of pints for parkinson's minnesota and she is on the phone line right now kim welcome to the beer show we appreciate your time Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Pints for Parkinson's Minnesota. Inform me, inform the listener about how they can help out with this event. For sure. So this Sunday, November 10th, from 11 to 4 at First Draft in Minneapolis, we are having an awesome Pints for Parkinson's Minnesota event. 
Um, 26 local Minnesota breweries have wow. donated kegs of beer. Um, and 100% of the proceeds from all of the pints that are purchased will go straight to the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research. That is so cool. And I mean... Uh, Mike, have you been to have you been to First Draft yet? I have been. It's such a cool place, and that's why you know when you sent me this email, I was so happy to help out. Aside from the fact that Ashley uh, is still working there, because I don't like Ashley at all. I'm just <laughs> totally joking because I know she's probably going to be hearing this later. Um, but here's why I like this: because a, this is such a cool and unique experience and 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 uh, ability to participate in a really good and important foundation. But number two, for people that haven't checked out First Draft yet. It's one of the coolest tap rooms, in my opinion, in the Twin Cities. Yeah, it's a great place. I mean, they have over 54 taps. There's beer, wine, kombucha, cold-pressed coffee. They have all the goods. And, um, yeah, Ashley's awesome over there. They're going to have some food specials on the day of because they know it's going to be nice and uh, toasty outside. We are Minnesotans, after all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, and then also to kick off the event at 10 a.m., Ohm Brewers is hosting some yoga. So you could feel good about yourself by getting a little bit of a workout in before you participate in the event. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know, I do have a couple questions even outside of this event because when I heard your name and title, I'm like, wait, Minnesota Beer? I think I know her. I think I follow you on Instagram. Can you tell me? I mean, how many, how many people do you have on Instagram? What, how are you related to the beer industry? Sure. So basically, I'm just a beer enthusiast. I started posting about beer on Instagram, I don't know, about a year ago. And um, it was like, everybody likes to talk about beer online. And suddenly, there was an event last November at Prize Brewing, and they had a canning release party and invited just kind of a bunch of industry people and Instagram beer enthusiasts. And from that point on, it's kind of like kicked off my passion for continuing to build the beer community in Minnesota. And now also hosting this fundraiser and, you know, connecting my passion for beer with finding the cure for Parkinson's. That's really cool. So, Kim, Kim, is this a ticketed event or is this something that people can just go in and participate by buying pints right there at First Draft? Yep, it's totally free, Um, so just stop on by anytime between 11 and 4, open house style, have a beer, and drink for a good cause. That's really cool. So if people are maybe hearing this and and maybe want to help help, uh, with with the, uh, what am I trying to say here, with the fundraising effort outside of the event, is there a way for them to do that too, Kim? For sure. So at the event, in addition to buying beer for um, the Parkinson's Michael J. Fox Foundation. There also will be a silent auction. We have a lot of really great items that have been donated from local businesses. We have eight lower-level Timberwolves tickets, four club-level wild tickets. We have some tickets for the Saints. Um, there's some local feeder tickets that are there and some other home goods and other growlers and things you can purchase too. And then if you're not able to make it to the event, also you can check us out at our Instagram page, MN, Pint, or Pint for Parkinson's, MN, and there's a link there to donate on to the Michael J. Fox Foundation fundraiser page. But you should give out your Instagram, too, because it's MN Beer Woman. You have like 8,000 or 7,000 plus followers. That's kind of a lot of followers, so you do a lot of cool beer things. All of this contact information is right there on your page, too. Yeah, so you can check that page out, too, and um, I love to share taproom tidbits about 
kind of what's happening in the local beer scene in Minnesota and, you know, why we should go to the tap rooms and check them out. In addition to having awesome beer, you know, what else do they have to offer and what should we look forward to when we go there? So, Mike, do you know how I know that Kim listens to the beer show on how occasion? Do you know? Because as we were communicating via email, she said, yes, I also have Instagram and I'm not a 15-year-old girl. So I knew that she was making fun of me by saying that that's why I'm not on Instagram. Yes, there you go. So that's I appreciate exactly the cheap right. shot, Kim. That's why I knew you'd fit in well on this show. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who maybe are 15 on Instagram, but they're not the ones who follow me. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, good luck this weekend with the event. And uh, anytime you need help on the beer show, you know where to come. Thanks so much, you guys. You got it. There Thanks, she Kim. goes. Thanks, Kim. There she goes. Kim Thiel. This is why I love doing this show. What a community. Well, it's, it's events like this. It's meeting people you know that we get to every week, courtesy of our friends from Elevated. It's exactly. It's the whole community that really makes it fun to kind of, and we're just an ancillary part of it on the outside looking in, right? We're like the hub. And then all these spokes center out from <laughs> us, right? That we're the center of the beer world. Is that what we are? We're the longest running beer show in the state of Minnesota. It, it always, it's, it's, Here's what Amazing. I love, too. People will, like, email me. I use the word like. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Yeah. People will email me with, mm-hmm. you know, just generalized questions, whether it's, you know, people that listen to the other shows I'm on or whatever, or if it's people that I just know. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll ask me questions. Say, hey, deep, deep beer questions. Help. I have no idea. You do too. I mean, you know, to a a small little extent. Of course, you're not a Cicerone. I mean, you're not all the way there, but you have the incredible context. When you look back to our last couple months of this show, Mm -hmm. the the brewers that we've had on. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we have some of the best breweries in the world, literally on on this show in the last couple of months alone. And over the past seven years, we've had just about everybody who's anybody in the beer industry on the show. So I promised uh, my friend Kenny that mm-hmm. I would do this show. He cut or do the show, do this story because he cut it out for the for the beer show. And I promised him I would do this in order to better explain. And I said, well, I tell you what I'll do, Kenny. I'll read this story. Mike and I will discuss a mm-hmm. bit. And I guarantee I'll get an email properly explaining exactly why this happened. has happened. So it's the exact research you're supposed to do as a show host and a producer right? that you're going to have our listeners Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Got it. 100%. Brilliant. Brilliant. It's the best way to delegate is okay. what I like to say. So I got this story. I believe this is from the Wall Street. It is from, it's from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, it's about Molson. And I had actually heard this kind of uh, secondary from somebody else, but Molson Coors Brewing Company plans to cut hundreds of jobs as it tries to reinvent its business and move beyond just selling beer. I'm going to have a question for you when Mm -hmm. I'm done reading this because I know you're going to know the answer. The maker of Coors Light and Miller Light said Wednesday it expects to cut between 400 and 500 positions as part of a broader restructuring that will also include the company dropping the word brewing from its name. Most of the cuts will be targeted at employees in the U.S. and Canada, spokesman said. The company employed about 18,000 workers globally at the end of last year, with more than half working in North America, according to its latest annual report. In the U.S., brewers are struggling with weaker demand as Americans drink less alcohol and, in particular, stop reaching for beer. Sales volumes in the U.S. for alcohol dropped last year and in 2017, with beer volumes falling 1.5% and 1.1% respectively, according to industry trackers. So, Michael. Yes. What does that mean? What my, what the way I hear that yep. is um, finally craft brewers 
are going after the largest pot. And they're taking this light beers and these loggers and craft beer is going at, because that's 80% of the market. Sure. They said, why are we fighting for this tinier pie? Let's eat a little bit of this pie. And it also means the hard seltzers of the world, the uh, teensy hazies that Deschutes are making. It will all eat part of this big logger business that they have. And see, I knew bringing this up that you wouldn't know that answer, even though I kind of knew that already sure. anyway. I mean, but you I think, also wanted to validate but your you long-held that's theory. Yes, of course. I, I really am... I, it's It's been interesting watching this, not being in the industry, but watching it and wondering why everyone's fighting for the piece of the, the sour market instead of making a sour, living with it, and then going after and fighting for the logger business mm-hmm. and get any bit of that business because that's I mean when we, we have a, a, a who do we have we we get somebody from up north um, tell me who, who we had from, oh we uh, had not uh, Ben Paddle but um, no we had uh, not Fitkers not Ben Paddle pre-mailed uh, Castle Danger Castle Danger yeah. no they're making 24,000 barrels well I have no idea what Molson makes right how many millions and I'm millions I'm about to tell you but okay. I'm, I'm letting you finish millions your and millions of barrels let's go after a little bit of that pie because that pie is bigger. But I love how this particular story, and I'm not ripping sure. the Wall Street Journal. They're the best, one of the, they're the best newspaper mm-hmm. in the country. But I love how the story itself, you know, you re, you either read the headline or read a little mm-hmm. piece of the story like I did, and you, it's almost presented with a tad bit of hysteria. Sure. Saying, oh my goodness, they're what is happening? They're down 1%. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's 500 jobs. With, you know, I feel bad for the 500 people that are losing their job. They still do employ 17 plus thousand. Mm-hmm. But here's the part of the story that I love the most. So you're thinking, oh man. Molson must be in some trouble. Yeah, they must be going down. How well, many billions of barrels do they make? Net sales at Molson, Michael, fell mm-hmm. to $8.09 billion, billion. with wow. a B, billion dollars during the first nine months of the year, which, uh, yes, mm-hmm. it is down 3% from a year earlier, but sure. they're going to be just fine. And you know, when they go ahead, so we'll do some fat radio math, which never works, down 3% on $8 billion worth of sales for the first nine months. is peanuts. That It's peanuts. That's not 3%, uh, 500 people being fired are not 3% of 18,000, right? That's mm-hmm. not, that's, yep. uh, it's close to that, actually. So I'm wondering if it's just consolidation because they keep buying brands and they don't need to have more accountants at all these brands. Because you know, now you can have one guy yeah, or gal one guy do it, representing yeah. two different things as opposed to one different so thing. So in my nine years at the University of Minnesota, thing? I learned that that's called the economies of scale. Ah. Yes. I think that's what that term is. More places you buy, the less HR departments you need, right? You can bl- blend them all into one company. See, you did learn something I did at learn school. something <laughs> at nine, in nine years at the U. It, it's, it, it is a, an amazing, amazing industry. And we still have people that come in here every day and talk about it like it's a community. How many people blog about radio shows? Oh, Some do, right? Sure. But look at uh, Kim we had on. She has a blog, a very successful blog and, and Instagram page mm-hmm. that just wants to talk about the community of beer. I mean, how cool is that? No one, and I mean no one, blogs about the hardware business. I'm going to tell you. Why don't you? What am I going to say? I don't even care about blogging about the hardware business. <laughs> but you can make it seasonal. Oh, I can hey, make it seasonal. I have your, you know, and I made fun of you, by the way, the other day, because uh, what what day was it that we got a little bit of snow in the south yeah, and the west yeah, metro? I heard that. And I, was... I said, you know, he's licking his chops right now because he knows what's coming. It's ice melt season. It's, it's shovels. It's snow blowers. It's all the above. Reavers, people are going to go nuts if we get a snowfall of any measurement early. Because you know what we didn't have this, su- it's not this summer? It's It's November. I, well, I know, but we didn't have that in. Indian 
summer. Remember You're that right. point in time where it's got hot and you finally said, okay, it's 94. I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm okay that winter's coming. We never got that. You're right. Like, like the State Fair, for example, the hottest it got to 77 degrees, perfect temperature. It was awesome. It was perfect. We never said, oh, this is unbearable. People are going to lose their minds if it's a hard winter. In this state, you are probably I, right. I know, I'm well, on even the right now, you know, you look outside and we're kind of getting robbed here a little bit because it's still supposed to be close to fifty. It's going to be as high as seventeen right. on next Tuesday. That's not right. But you would think, okay, we'll combat that. Well, it'll be sixty in December, maybe. No, it's not. I don't think it. And I suffer from significant shrinkage when it gets this cold. My hands, my hands don't fit in my gloves. Right, it gets so cold, you just your hand just shrink up. If it don't fit, you must have quit. Okay, isn't that what they said? Uh, Back to beer. (laughs) We went a long way there. We really, really did. Uh, Back to beer. Um, One of the things that I when I was talking about Molson, I didn't even realize that Molson was the parent company. To sure. Coors, it's just, it's just one of those companies that all got blended into Coors. But and didn't I thought it used to be because Coors was an association with somebody else before they were an association. Yeah, with Molson. I, I, it, it's so hard to keep track. Do you you don't you're not old enough to remember Molson. I've had Molson. I know, but you don't remember oh, the time okay, sure. where Molson was like, I'm having a Canadian Molson, where it was... Was it, was it like, like Heineken, the same kind of? It kinda? was kind of like having a Heineken. All right. Granted, Molson was uh, you know across the border beer, so it wasn't that big a deal for us. So was Molson it, a Canadian comp- yeah, company? Yeah, oh, okay, I did beer. not know that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was, unless I'm totally off base from what I remember as a young drinker, it was a big deal to have a Molson. Well, because the reason I asked that was the, the dateline of this story was still gold in Colorado. Yeah, so Molson probably got bought out. By oh, okay. Coors. I see what you're saying. I could look that up because I, I have toured the Coors Brewing facility when my wife and I were out in Colorado. When I think I've told this story before on the show, but she was pregnant with our uh, with our oldest son, who is now who just turned eight eight years old last week. And uh, when she, when we took the tour, she I mean she had the, the noticeable sure. belly, and it was I think about August or something like that. And we did the tour, and we got to the NA section, and she pretended to put. The beard to her lips, so I could just yeah, take the picture, yeah. and she got yelled at. Oh, not by an employee, by sure, another person his, doing the like, tour. Lady, come on, I said, relax. A, it's an NA beer, yeah. and B, she isn't going to drink yeah. it. And it's going to be anyway. None your business. C, zip it. See your way out the door. You know, I feel really stupid because I questioned myself on my uh, knowledge with Molson. Molson is one hundred percent a Canadian beer. Okay, I knew that because I've been drinking it since I was. 21. 21 years old. Right. Right? And I knew it. And for some reason, well, you know, radio will do that to you. What's that? Math is impossible on the radio. Right. It's just hard to do live. Well, because you're you're trying to be pithy when you're on the radio, and you're also trying to be accurate to it's a impossible. certain extent. Although sometimes when I hear your boss on your very popular po- podcast, Joe Suchere, do math, it is almost kind of like, oh, Joe, that's adorable. But see, the dirty little secret that you and a lot of the people that listen to that show don't realize is I might very well know the answer, but I like letting him twist the wind a little bit because I have one job. What makes better content? Yes. And him twisting in the wind with really bad math skills is so much more enjoyable for the listener than it is if he's accurate. That's why he's such an incredible 
orator and writer. Because <laughs> right. God, when they were handing out the math skills, they said, Sushray, nah, move over to the writing let's, line. Let's, let's, let's leave those for somebody else. Oh, that's so fun. I, it's, it's cool. Um, Molson used to be big. I'm just so, everyone who's drinking beer now that's just coming of age drinking beer, you're in the golden age and you're drinking some of the best beers that are ever made on this planet right now. All right. So, 30 second answer yeah. Did Molson precede Heineken or did Heineken precede Molson? No, they, Molson? they were all the same time. Back in 1989, when you were drinking beer, if you wanted something, if you wanted, if you were cool, you went ahead and ordered a Heineken, and it was like two dollars and twenty-five cents compared Whoa. to one dollar and fifty cents, and it was amazing. You were the cool guy in the bar. Same with a Molson, and you got looked at by the girls going like, "He just ordered a Molson." Wow. Is that a cell phone? As like you have this <laughs> block radiating heat from it, holding right. it. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Hey, Rivers, you're the best. Thank you, sir. If you missed any portion of the program, please do us a favor and check out the podcast. You can find it online at either scorenorth.com or also on Podcast One. And also, please do us a favor. Rate the show. Give us five stars. Even if you don't like us, we don't care. But it helps other people be able to find the show. And we greatly appreciate all of your dedication to the show for the last seven plus years. For Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next Thursday night, we'll chat with you again. Cheers.